Okay, guys, April's about to be done. I need to know what the worst part of spring is because it's getting there. It's that smell in the air, that smelly smell that smells smelly until you can't smell it anymore because you can't smell anything. <laughs> it's the it's that foul stench the trees put in the air. You know what I'm talking about? Ye old nutter butter trees. Allergies? Is that what you're referring to? No. I was talking about allergies. <laughs> It's it's the it's the trees that smell like male liquid up in the air. And then right after that, then you get sick. Yeah, that sucks. It's the it's the one two. Just Eyes are itchy, sneezing. Ugh. Drew says part. it's the, the cold days. See, I feel like I don't I don't mind the cold days as long as it's not like rainy. It's like if it's like fifty five, it's like, you know what, it's not thirty two and It'll be warm next week. You know, it's just like one day out of like eight days where it, eh, it might be a little cold. I can get through that. But the smell. Eight days. It's I, just, don't, I don't know what you mean by smell, man. I don't. I, I, we talked about this downstairs. There were people vouched for me. That is true. One one person. Yeah, no one else. Did agree out of like 10 other people. Allergies are bad, though. Dude, I can't sleep near Jeez. a window. If I, I golf, if I hit a tree, which I do all the time. When I golf, I can see the pollen leave the tree, and it just ruins me. It's like a secondhand repercussion of a bad golf swing is when I get smoked by the pollen on the tree that I just hit, and then I'm sneezing, and I can't see my putt line anymore. And then you get stung by a bee. Maybe. <laughs> Spring. Yeah. Beautiful, dude. Almost. It's almost summertime. And, um, you know, a lot of people out there, Maybe uh, looking around for uh, new summertime gigs. Spring cleaning. Spring cleaning. You yeah, might cleaning say. house. And, you know, I feel like a lot of things that, like, wreck people's mind before they start a job are what's the onboarding process look like? You know, do I have to have a valid driver's ID? Big deal in America these days. Or, you know, do I have to, you know, pee pee in a cup? And what are they paying me? Have you guys ever had a situation where you had like the opportunity to negotiate a salary? Maybe if you're like coming from one job to another or like have those Lamar Jackson type conversations? No, not at this point, man. I haven't. No, you never got down to the brass tacks. No, I feel like every time I've started a new job, it's been in a new industry. So I don't really have any uh, wiggle room there. So yeah, no, I don't. So I don't let's really just say know. you got an you got an offer for a competitor in your industry. How would Frank Fimbozash Zayas go about negotiating his next salary if it, if he wanted to like try to squeeze out you know maybe five k more a year? That is a good one. It's kind of tough too. So when you get an offer like that, you're like, okay, well, how much is it worth me to start over? Right? Because you're comfortable. You got friends at work. Like you're chilling, you're really comfortable in your role where it's easier to you now. So you're technically working less because your job is it's easier. So like that's nice. Yeah. You know your schedule. 3 yeah, you know, golf you know your Friday. schedule, you know your superiors, you know how they are, you know what you can get away with, you know what you can't get away with. Um, you got that PTO built up at this point. That's great big. stuff. Send so what we live for, right? I feel like that offer from another company needs to be substantial enough where you take all of that into account because it's a lot man like starting over 
How do you drop that, that into? Sucks. How do you drop that into negotiations? I was like, here's the reality. You know, if it's like that, you ever see the TikToks where it's like honest interviews? It's like yeah. here's the reality. I go golfing at 3 p.m. every <laughs> every Friday without my boss's consent. I have 70 hours PTO build up where I'm not going to work at all during the holidays. And um, oh yeah, by the way, I only work till 10 a.m. and I'm not going to come into the office. You know, it's like it's like the honest reports. That's it. Yeah. That's uh do you think in the back of their minds like they know, you know they know that be like fuck off. The people offering you the money? Yeah. Like that ain't going to happen here. I mean, yeah, I mean they could shoot their shot cuz why not? It's not going to affect them in any way if they just, you know, shoot you an offer. Who cares? Um but no, I mean I don't I don't think you really matters that much. How about you, Eli? You're like Eli's master negotiator. My guy loves to let people know stuff that he is doing it right. Um, I've, um, I've never negotiated to Frank's point where I'm like just going back and forth with numbers. Uh, Frankie is definitely right though. Like you got to factor in the comfortability factor of like the new salary, right? Like for me, it would be like 30%. Like 33%. If I get a third additional, I will go to the new place, yeah, find like new that. people, learn new jobs. Yeah. If it's 15%, I'm better off with my time or getting promoted because that's more nearby than like the offer that you're giving me that they're probably going to match anyway. And I still don't have to learn anything new. I like the 30% number. Yeah. That's a, a good base. A third yeah. of your salary yeah. is enough of a jump where you're fitting your expenses and even some like play time in that threshold and you have the salary that you already had that's how i justify it if i can move my life up on those two factors then it's no-brainer boom also you have to think about taking a shit in a new place which some (laughs) people not me not me not me i could take a shit anywhere but i know how some people can be where they need to be really familiar with the area <laughs> to take a shit in a public Absolutely. Spot. Pro tip. Pro tip for the B Battalion. If you're interviewing for a job, make sure to take a poop pre-interview to make sure it's a good shitter. You know? Yeah, get the nerves out and you uh, scope the new place out. Absolutely. Like spend that. a lot of time there. Because you know what the last thing you don't want to be doing is rolling the dice. You go into, you go into a, a new place. Like uh, when I first started... My first corporate job in Allentown, we weren't in the, like the nice new building that Frank was in. We were in the old morning call building. It's like a people that aren't from the Lehigh Valley. It's a newspaper office. And this shit was built in like 1984. And the bathroom was humid and steamy. And there were only two stalls and it smelled rancid in there. That's a, dude. That's a dice and I did not know that. That's a gamble. I didn't know stall. that. And it was, dude, it was rough. And I had surgery on my fucking bum <laughs> that same year. And it was tough to take shits. So I'd be in there for like 30 minutes at a time trying to poop just because I'm not trying to like rip open my scars that I have <laughs> on my lower back. In the dirtiest and place I'm just, in the yeah, area. Dude, it just smells like dad pens and like Chipotle Ugh. doo-doo poops. Rough. <laughs> absolutely brutal man poetic yeah make sure you check out where you're gonna poop i love great piece of advice frank well done yeah thanks no i do appreciate it um i got a um who's back of the week so i was uh sitting on my laptop the other day it was on the sports book Eh. ad came up for the casino 
I hit it. I haven't hit any table games in a while. Dabble. Yeah. So I go in and play some blackjack, and um, then I played some roulette, and that was a hell of a time. I forgot how much fun roulette is. I think one time during the pandemic, Eli and I were just sitting in my room, like playing roulette on our phones for like yeah, really? strategies. Dude, I won like nine hundred bucks in like ten minutes doing the Martingale system. <laughs> what? What yeah. is that? So it's um, you, we're not rich enough to do this, but it's for rich people, and it's people doing sports betting too. So you you place a bet. Let's just say it's a ten dollar table. You lose. I come back. I bet twenty. I lose. I come back. I bet forty. I lose. I come back. I bet eighty. That eighty hits. You're back to zero. Start and then every time again. you hit on the 10, you pocket it, right? So I just put the 10 to the side. But, dude, I mean, really, you can get cold real quick. Yeah. And and that's – uh I was roaming around on TikTok because it's, it's one of the more fun play, games to play outside of craps. And oh, my God. Especially yeah. if you're going to the casino and you sit down just have a couple of drinks and top, play colors with the top boys. Top five adrenaline rush at a casino has got to be hitting a number at the roulette table. Oh, you can't beat it. Yeah. You can't beat yeah, it. Yeah, you know what I mean? My uncle, my uncle and I popped one at the Venetian my first ever time in Vegas. There was like five people on the table. Dude, I've never seen him so hype in his life. He's doing like double fist pumps and like rocking down the aisle. Dude, it was awesome. Hell yeah. But I saw this new strategy. Go. Um, little, little less dangerous than Martin Gale. And it seemed really cool. So you ever play, you ever play, um, like not even or odds, but like first to 12, first to 24, and then 24 to 36? No. You play the, the number groupings? So I saw oh, at the roulette table. Yeah. yeah so so, so I saw this guy. In the thirds. He, yeah. It was uh, he's on like a five dollar table, which I rarely see going out to play. And you put five dollars on one through twelve. If it hits, you put ten dollars down on twelve through twenty four. If it hits, you put the twenty down on twenty four to thirty six, and then you keep the profit right. And then you start over. And then well you 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 take it down to like. $35, you keep that extra $5. So even if this loses, you still are plus 15. You put it, you put that on a number, try to hit the number. If it doesn't hit, it's okay. Because it's a crazy direction of the strategy. Well, yeah, think about you're making like you're pulling 50 bucks. Like each time, if you hit that, you're making like 150, 360 a hand. And it's kind of like, you just keep betting that. So if I lose, okay, I'll just put 10 again on the first two twelve, and you just keep walking it. And I watched this guy, dude, and he won like $590 in like less than 15 minutes. It was insane. Oh my God, I'm in. You let's, just got, you just got to catch a heater. This bitch. Yeah. You just got to catch a heater and it's on. Nice. I the like only thing that. I don't get about it though. Why won't you just keep playing the first to 12 and like do the same method though with the chips? Like because hitting down. outright number is fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh, well, there's that, yeah. Well, that's the thing because it's a free roll. <laughs> it's a free roll on a number. Yeah, that's pretty cool. No, it's uh, no football. So we, we're we're getting out to the tables. Yeah. Okay. Eli, boring. I know you got a uh, who's back for the week. Oh yeah. What's going on with you this week? A new Friday. song. Yeah, yeah. New song uh, with Chris Eckert, CJ, two-time Emmy Emmy winner, dude. CJ. Two Emmys. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, crazy. Madness. But yeah, uh, we've been working on some stuff, and uh, one of those stuffs is going to be on Friday. And I'm going to yeah. post it, and maybe it'll go some places. We will yeah, see. Yeah, so this Friday, and you have the pre-save link out now? Yeah. Right? Yep, it's all over. That's awesome. Sometimes man. I listen to Eli's music <laughs> in Sometimes. my room, in my mind. <laughs> 
I don't want to go through life again without Eli's music. A good song to drink a beer to. Oh, it absolutely. All Eli's songs are good songs to drink a beer. I see. I get. I'm. I get the early access. So cheers to me and and you for being fans. I get Eli only fans. So cheers to that. (laughs) Nice man. That's awesome. Eli for president. I don't want that. Presidente. Presidente. Dominican Republic. That's right, baby. Good old Dude. DR. When I was down in the DR Was in that March, your uh, first all-inclusive? It was. Nice. Crazy time. Sick, right? Well, it was rough because the first night we were there, was I was meeting all Ashley's friends, and I got hammered. They just wanted to drink all night and then had golf the next day. Wait, where, I was did, you, dying. where did you stay again? Um, the Paladinium. Oh, man. Lacan is where we golfed. Yeah, it was the same spot that you were at Stefan's wedding. Same spot. Yeah. Dude, they have these beers on tap yeah, and everything. Awesome. I drank like 50 of these a day. <laughs> How good are these? Yeah. yeah, it's a great it's a great pool bar beer. Yes, it is. You're just it's a great anything pool. beer. I was drinking these when I was golfing oh, yeah. for breakfast. The steak and eggs in one of these. Are you kidding me? A little Pilsner style. Uh, cerveza. You know, let's have some respect. Puts Bud Light to shame, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, this is a great summertime beer. Uh, really good, solid Pilsner. Um, when you're out with the boys, I feel like at an all-inclusive, this is the beer to drink. Yeah, that's the one you can <laughs> drink a million of. Yeah, you'll be fine. What's the alcohol percentage on this, Frank? 5%, which is surprising because I feel like you drink so many of these that you think they'd be lower. Yeah. I feel like a light beer status, but 5% is pretty solid. Doesn't it's like a white t- claw, man. This isn't really heavy either, which is like no. the nice part. It's really refreshing, actually. It's not much of a burn really at all. It's got like a dry orange taste in the beginning. Anyone getting that? It's your typical cerveza, man. Easy to drink, summer. Enjoyable. This is scream summer yeah. and drinking beers with the boys on a boat. I don't know. Fuck the most <laughs> interesting man in the world, dude. I'm all about Presidente. Yeah, I'm going to go a solid 6.8. 6.8. <sighs> Burping, sorry. It's depressing. I, I, I love this beer. It's a 9.2. It's got to be. You can drink 100 of them. That's, Don't give these to an 18-year-old to be an alcoholic days. for the rest of their life. That is as good a promo as you could ever cut. Um, I'm a 7.5 just because I think it's like a perfect, like a beer. It is like the definition of a beer when I think of a beer. So I'm giving it the above average 7.5. Hell yeah. Okay. Moving on to some sports. A lot to talk about. Um, so I'll just let Jared get into it. I just talk some ball. Talk some, some baseball. Dun, 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 <laughs> take me out to the ball game. Okay. Um, well, guys, for the first time since 2001, the Yankees have lost a series to the Twins. That was crazy, that stat. <laughs> Unreal. Dude, just like um, as a better, it's just like a, you know what I mean? It's like a run, a well, just a run like no other. You know what I mean? Like, you know you can bet the Yankees. Every day since 2001 against the Twins, and you are winning two out of three of those bets. So yeah, salute awesome. to that streak right there. <laughs> well, next week, I'll, I'll look into it, and we'll come back, and I'll get that total on you and see if I can find units, the little uh, little history lesson. But um, the other thing that 
the Yanks right now are not looking good. Have you? We have lost the first game in six straight series. Did you guys know that? I did not know that. Still, it, and they still weren't losing the series, which is crazy. I know. Well, we lo- we just lost two in a row now. Bats are cold. They came life today, none though. of them though. So I came mean, at least we today. got a little give. I was at the game on Saturday, which is the middle game they won against the Blue Jays. First of all, what a game! Great weekend. Thanks to my buddy Tristan for hooking us up with the tickets. It was a total pitchers duel between Cole and Manoa. And uh, Manoa pitched seven. Cole came out like pretty early, actually. I think through like six in the third. Um, Volpe leads off. Well, he doesn't. He hits a two on home run the bottom of the seventh. And I was betting Yankees run line. So I'm fucking pumped. I'm like, you know what? We just got to get six outs, baby, and we're out of here. And then in between those innings, Judge threw a ball up to us, and the guy sitting right in front of me caught it. Right in front of me. Wow. And then. You ever caught a foul ball at a game? I've gotten baseballs at a game, so I wasn't. Whoa, 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 whoa. Have you ever caught a foul ball? I haven't caught a foul ball. It wasn't, it wasn't a foul ball, though. It was Judge, like, in between innings, like, throwing it up to the bleachers. No big deal. I did. Yeah. Greatest day of my life. Brett Gardner. Brett Gardner. One time foul ball catcher. (laughs) That's right. Podcast host. Timbo's a hero. So close, dude, (laughs) to join in. To join an elite company, I was yeah. this I got close. A, I got a ball from J.C. Romero one time when he was playing for the Iron Pigs. Oh, dude, great that story. Was a pretty solid ball. My freshman pitching coach, uh, he's a he's a Becca graduate. He was the bullpen catcher for the Iron Pigs when J.C. Romero was doing his rehab start. That's pretty cool. Dude slipped him five hundred beans. Just hey. like thanks, kid. Hey. How sick is that? That's tough. That Man of the people. Cool. You remember yeah. we were jumping for those balls? Or no, I was with my buddy Jake. Always it wasn't you. Balls. No, dude, I was with my buddy Jake Hotton. Some ball jumpers over here. He actually just got married, so shout out to him. Uh, that's awesome. We were at the bullpen at the Iron Pigs, and JC was throwing, and he threw two balls out, and him and I both got a ball. Like, we just absolutely dusted our competition. We were like little league players at this time. We weren't, we weren't like adults, but like, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, okay. Jared, anything else on the Yankee minute before we move on? Cause I have a article for you guys. I need your thoughts. Okay. Um, we just, we just got to turn it around here. Got to get hot going into Texas. Hopefully you can win the first game of a series. JC Romero, absolute goat. And, uh, I mean, May's almost here. I can't believe we're already through April. It's wild. Love it. Okay. I got a new rule in baseball that, um, isn't really being talked about. So a South Jersey little league organization has implemented a rule where if you get into a fight with an ump and you get thrown out, you cannot be a spectator again until you have umped three Little League games. That's awesome. I love dude, that. Accountability I, to a T, dude. Fucking That's beautiful. That. That's that beautiful. So great. That's oh, the greatest thing I've ever heard. Dude, I feel do you know why no one wants to umpire any youth sports anymore? Is because parents yeah. are the worst people, yeah. dude. And kids are also the worst. I saw a TikTok of a guy. He is umpiring a game, and like the little shit, they're like fifteen yeah, years but old. The, the kid is the product of the parents. Exactly, so reality, a hundred percent. Yeah, all we're seeing. But is the thing like was, efficiency. so the kid was the catcher, and they didn't get a call or something, and he just like let the ball go by and hit the umpire right in the face. 
And it's just like, come, like, come on, man. That these is, people are here doing you a service. Yeah, and that's how league. kids act these days. That's why I don't coach. I do like little weekends here and there, and like kids just, they, they, dude, this generation that's coming up is the worst, and it's because <laughs> of people that are our age, your parents, and we were also the worst. Yeah, I think that's a great rule. I think the worst thing to be is the person that, that yells at a little dude. league ump like that. You have to be the worst person on this earth. To be that person, like, it's wild. But that's a great rule to see. Have some accountability, like yeah. Eli said. I love it. I got a good story. It's beautiful. Hold these parents yeah. to a higher it should standard. should be a national law. Because you should never, ever be that person. Maybe the kids will get better. I don't Dude, know. <laughs> Maybe. Don't make fun of me, guys, because this is a sensitive topic. I'm but I'm going to open up here Ugh. in regards to parents at games. So one time, like, I, I was bad at basketball. Never good. Absolutely terrible. I think the most points I ever had in a game was six. I was really bad. Oh, Miami Heat LeBron, but, dude. dude I don't, What's up? <laughs> for some reason, one time this kid's dad was, like, having a screaming match in, like, the hallway and called me a pussy. And I'm like, I'm like. How old are you? Wait, how I'm old like are 11, you? dude. Wait, why did he do that? And you know what's funny? I have no idea, dude. I just remember, like, he's yelling and then, like, my fucking mom was clapping back and then my dad looked <laughs> like he was going to murder him. And my dad went to his house after too Wait, to like grab him. This guy or his son? His dad. No, like a grown man who's like in his like late thirties, early forties is acting like this. So it's before Wait, the cell phone. There has to be a reason. I have no idea. But here's here's where the irony comes were in. You, were you a little pussy? Uh, maybe, <laughs> probably. I was okay. not a good basketball player. Dude. But here's the thing: that spring, they, like in baseball, we did like the home run derby or whatever. And like all the kids are at same kid, and I was cool with this kid. I had no problems with him. Like, I get your dad's a dick, and maybe you're a little like of a bully, yeah, or like you that. have issues, but you never fucked with me. But his kid like lost. I didn't lose, by the way. But his kid lost, and he threw his fucking bat into her, like brand new van, and it went straight through the fucking windshield Someone's and broke car? everything. His dad's car. The guy, the same guy who oh, called me a pussy, and it, like if I was me now, I'd be like, "Yo, that's funny," because like I've never acted like that after losing anything. I, I mean, that just sounds like the family but has that's, issues. That is literally like so. Little League Sports America. All, like yeah, that was an anomaly. Monsters. Like you know what I mean? I've I played sports my entire life. Have you guys ever experienced anything like that? Yes. Someone, to that re- to kid, that severe kid, regard, that a kid specific. doing that no. or like a parent yelling at a kid who's eleven, people getting tossed out yeah. of literally games at eight years old. My, yeah, my, that, my point is, is that like maybe that might happen to each of us once in our lives. This is shit that happens weekly now. Oh, I, I'm all not the surprised. time. Yeah, we're not against the fact that it's getting worse, <laughs> dude. Just put these people in jail. Send they, they, these to be the first people that go on the Mars expedition. Well, this is the first step of that. Now they have to ump three games before they go back yeah, to dude. their fucking. You made kids my game. day bringing that up. Yeah, that's good awesome. for New Jersey, man. Yeah, I South love that. South New Jersey Little League. That's like an old school law, dude. Like when they didn't have money involved. <laughs> if only the NBA would just follow suit. You know? Oh, what? <laughs> Oh, you can stomp on people's chests. It's totally fine. Now, the thing about the NBA and yelling is I feel like the players are starting to become the yellers. Yes. 100%. We're getting soft here in America. It's just kind of crazy that they kick fans out. But speaking of the NBA playoffs, and I must say I'm a little nervous about the Lakers. Yeah, I think I think they could win, dude. I still got my mid season plus eighty five hundred ticket. Five dollars pays four fifty. They look great. Beautiful. I'm nervous. Do you think they beat the Warriors? They could. Yeah, they need, 
LeBron has beaten a better Warriors team, dude. That's true. And Hashimura, like, dude, having it's the dynamics. Draymond play right probably now. gonna get suspended again. Like, yeah, just, we know that's gonna happen. Yeah. It's the fact how that LeBron is coasting. Can, how little league parents get more suspension than Draymond Green? Come on now. LeBron is like coasting around while his teammates are actually making the plays. I'll tell you what, if we should really be on our apps looking at their series price against the Warriors or the Kings right now before they, if they win tonight, because you're going to lose that value. Because honestly, it's probably worth, you know, a a decent, I mean, what do you, what do you make the series against them versus Warriors Kings if they win tonight? But why would a book offer that? I don't think you're going to, well, it's probably open right now. Like Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm asking the numbers like Lakers to beat Kings or Warriors, honestly, different prices on each. Honestly, if they, if they play the Kings, they should be a favorite. If they play the Warriors, they should be a slight underdog. Like, like what? Minus, plus 250, so against, against the Kings to win the series, it should be like minus 140. But against the Warriors, it should be like plus 180. Now, if you think if they win tonight, and then obviously Golden State in Sacramento has a chance of going six or seven, does that price move? Based off of the Lakers' extra rest? No. You don't think so? No. I no. think the market might account to that. No, I don't think so. Sharp buyback on the contrarian side? I just don't think rest and rust is a real thing. I just think if you're going to play, you're going to play. That's fair. What about you, Eli? I I, I know AD could use the extra rest. Yeah. That I mean, might be the one exception to that rule. Yeah. See? Yeah. Be a <laughs> handicapper here, Frank. <laughs> he needs to rest. You're right. Yeah. But regardless... Because it's a different team, and you know what I mean. You're paying off of one, two days rest with AD. They have a couple of days. They go seven, and Lakers Fuck be bowling right, for a couple me days. Be a bookmaker and reset the lines. No, for another day rest. <laughs> I see. You're right, though. Yeah, you're right. You're so right. I feel like the time is that we should. I'm, let's get on our apps right now. Yeah, I've already. I bet on the Lakers two and a half months. Yeah, ago. Eli's, more Eli's sitting it. pretty. Um, let's go into the Lakers Memphis matchup. Um, I think that. It's pretty funny that LeBron put up 20 points, 20 boards, year 20. That equals 40. Dylan Brooks said that he doesn't respect anyone until they put 40 on him. I think that equals 40. Dylan Dylan Brooks is a bozo, dude. He just, like, he's, it's crazy because he's making everyone in America root for LeBron in the Lakers. He's Eli Apple. He's just like, That's all he's doing. That's a great comparison. He's he is the biggest clown. It's he just can't do the things he's doing. Like I just can't describe it because okay, I'll start with Draymond. Say what you want about Draymond, hate Draymond as much as you want. Good player. But he backs up yeah. his talk with his defense. Yeah, he's good. And he'll he's never afraid to even if he has like a bad outing or he's never afraid to talk it no matter what. You Dylan can't be Brooks. Dylan Brooks and say <laughs> Dylan fucking Brooks. You cannot dude. be Dylan Brooks and say the things you said and then refuse to talk to the media, have poor After performances. What, seven points? Dude, um so They said one Lahammer hit and yeah, seven points. <laughs> yeah, he's he truly has been a totally different player if you look at his numbers. In the game after talking all that shit. He comes out with like a, a three and thirteen performance. I think he played like sixteen minutes total. It's just ridiculous. Um, but then you just can't be the guy that refuses to talk to the media after. Like, dude, he shook. Imagine you saw LeBron went up to him before the game, 
can you imagine you're a basketball player and LeBron James comes up to you and like just you know like you see the Jordan stories. You know the lasers are on you and you're done. You're gonna become that story. Like how do you even approach that? What was that the game? They were down thirty eight to nine? Like, like that's how you back it up? Yeah, you it's crazy because this Grizzlies team went from so much fun to watch to so unlikable so quick. Dude, John Morant is entirely him and Dylan Brooks. John Morant going from like the guy everybody likes to root for because he's a crazy basketball player to like getting himself in trouble. Now he's back. Cool. Dylan Brooks doing what we're talking about right now. I mean, at least Ja can. I mean, he's been playing well. Obviously, at forty, what forty some points in one game, forty five. Forty five. Yeah, forty five. He had twenty four in the fourth. But like going back to Dylan Brooks, and then Dylan <laughs> Brooks is like, "Oh, I don't know why everyone's making me out to be the villain." It's like, bro, you did this. Like, what do you? You went to the number one scoring player in NBA history and told him you don't respect him. Like, what do you think is going to happen? You did this to yourself, my boy. You barely got any more stats than I did. You just can't say everything you did, not perform, and then not talk to the media. I know you it's just funny. Cannot he do probably, that. He probably has no accountability towards his teammates. Well, exactly. Either. How mad would you be if that was like your teammate doing that? I'd be fucking losing my shit. That's a great point. I'm sure yeah. all the Grizzlies are like Dylan Brooks. What the fuck are you doing? There's a bud? narrative now. You know who's the exact opposite of Dylan Brooks? Jimmy Butler. Oh. Dude, Dude, the exact opposite doesn't Who's even. Who's a talk. bigger one-man wrecking crew, him or Joe Biden? <laughs> <laughs> Please, there he is. There he is. Great point, though, Eli. Miami, Jimmy Butler, the fourth highest scoring playoff performance ever. Jimmy, the dog, motherfucking Butler. <laughs> Jimmy gets buckets. Jimmy gets like Hemi. Dude, Butler. the Sixers dropped the ball, not not bringing him back. Well, yeah, Big I mean, yeah, he's a dog. whatever. Uh, they're they're looking good now, but I agree. Crazy that they chose Tobias Harris over Jimmy Butler. Um, <laughs> but Jimmy Butler is just that guy. And it's crazy because the Heat weren't very good this year, and they're up on the number one seed in the tougher conference, or so everyone thought, the tougher conference. Yeah. They're up 3-1 on the number one seed right now. Yeah, that's crazy. Jimmy Butler, 56 points. I've never seen. I mean, that's one of the all time playoff performance. This the one the all time performance ever. He outscored the Bucks himself in the last couple minutes of that game. And how cool is it to see a guy do that multiple teams after where he started? Like so often you see these superstars move around and become like a lesser version of themselves. Dude, Jimmy Butler is showing that he has that just value no matter where he is dude philly chicago now he's here he's cooking every single place he goes everywhere yeah it's cool too because a lot of the players their biggest fan they're or they're the biggest fans of jimmy butler like jimmy butler's your favorite nba's player favorite nba's player like he's just that guy and the praise he receives from even old heads, like, uh, you know, the older guys, they always are protective of their error and they're kind of haters at this point now. But still, even old guys are like, yo, Jimmy Butler's that guy. You like to see guys push the culture, dude, and push the craft like the guys like him that actually care. They're the ones that really open that new school of thought within a craft. And if like you love a craft and you spend all your life inside of it, 
you want those people that just purely enjoy it and push it to its absolute Mach 10 every single time. And that's Jimmy Butler, yeah, 100%. I, I will say cool betting trend, Jared. I think I saw that after Jimmy Butler has a game like this, so puts up like certain – he has a certain criteria of points and stats They set, he, he has to put up. Every time he puts up that game – the next game, the Heat are like one and six against the spread or something like that. So the pick would be Bucks next game, whatever they're laying, hit it. Um, anything else with the NBA playoffs? Knicks up 14 right now. 53-39. I like that. 402 in the second. I like you know, that. I just team. don't want to jinx them. I just don't want to jinx them. I don't want to talk about them. All right. I'm then, scared. We, then we won't. You I'm know what I do nervous. love? Kraft mac and cheese. I was mentioning crafts a lot. I like that. Speaking of crafts, Robert Kraft, NFL draft. He did it again? Big week. Oh. No, I I don't know. I I can't imagine the Patriots contending in the the AFC East after, uh, you know, AR-12. The NFL NFL draft is tomorrow. Um, Let's talk about our teams, right? Should we start there? Do you want me to start? I can start. You want to start with the Ravens? Start it up. Okay, I'll start. Obviously, the Giants are in a very weird position, myself included. No one thought that Danny Dimes would earn his contract, but he did. So we're sitting with Danny, Dable, great coaching staff. I think a great GM. The uh, the best or the most excited a Giants fan has been in a very long time preseason. Because I feel like the last couple of seasons, we all knew what we were. We kind of sucked. We showed real promise. Danny Dimes showed some promise. They obviously invested in him. Kind of sucks to Saquon. I know that happened, and he's, you know, getting like twelve million less than he looked for. It's just tough. Quarter or running backs in the first round. Running backs getting that second contract doesn't happen anymore. Um, NFL draft tomorrow. I'm hoping for a wide receiver in the first round. Any of the top wide receivers, I take Jordan Addison. There's no way he's going to make it. Um, the kid from Ohio State, I'm not going to even tempt his name right now. He's not going to make it. Quentin Johnston from uh, TCU, maybe. Uh, so that's what I'm hoping for. Uh, Jared, we'll go to you. Start with, I guess, Lamar Jackson and then go into the draft, please. Um, we're still in La La Land here. He's playing, though, right? Uh, who point? knows? Who knows? I was... Um... So I got suckered today thinking something was going to come out before the draft, just hoping and praying. I had to take a little slice of 20, 25 to 1. Um, because if they do sign him, I don't think that's the number. They're at 9.5. Um, I don't. I have no idea what they're going to do in the draft. I've heard they're looking at corners. Um, I heard they're looking at receivers. Like A lot of people have like Zay Flowers going to them. If Lamar Jackson is going to be there, drafting a receiver would be huge. Would be for sure. Especially yeah. if we can do yeah, Rashad Odell. Bateman. Was, oh, yeah, Odell on the other side. Rashad Bateman was really good to start the season last year. He just can't be number he got one. Hurt. He just can't be. He's yeah. not healthy. We'll but get a number one. If he can play to his potential and you have that offense, Isaiah likely it's, continues to get better. You know, if he continues to improve, he'll be in a great spot. And the run game will be good as always. Um, it really just, I just don't understand. Like if they draft a receiver though, and Lamar doesn't come back, I'm going to be sad. 
but you draft a receiver, so he's happier coming back. Uh, yeah, I, who knows what, if he's going to play on the tag or what he's going to do. Well, yeah, he'll play on the tag if no one offers him. He, he's on the tag. Will he, though? Just a non-exclusive. What if he just sits out? No, Lamar won't do that. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know where he's at. First off, like, if you're healthy, these guys, well, one, you got to make your money. Like, there's no way it's not he good, would yeah. miss out on his money. He's fully healthy. Why wouldn't he play? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, who it's knows? It's not like the NBA or other sports where you just keep getting paid no matter what. Yeah, who's that guy <laughs> from the Mets that keeps getting tons of bread? Bobby Benella. Yeah. Um. So, all right, Eli. Yeah. The Commanders. Yeah. Right? Hey, there okay. you go. Yeah. I got it. Um. A lot of the mock drafts have them going quarterback. Hooker from Tennessee. Uh, Richardson. I don't. I don't really. I'd rather see them go offensive line. Obviously, we need that linebacker, cornerback. They're talking about oh, they, they've been all over the place, dude. They're, they don't even know who the owner is. They're like selling the team, so it's that like such, a weird position. It's a chaotic like realm to exist in. I feel like when you're you're going through the draft, it's like you don't even you're in a transition. It's like when your company is like merging. And, like, some of you guys are this team, some are that team, and you don't really know who stands where, who says what. It's messy, dude. Yeah, it's definitely a weird position to be in. Um, but I'll take it over Snyder. Oh, yeah, that for sure. sucks. I mean, at that point, why wouldn't you just take the safest, best available, you know, plug and play? Like, he could play next yeah. year no matter what kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you definitely go value, right? Just best on the board. Even worst case scenario, you have trade value. Like, if you have some depth, like, just take the best players, coast through. You have a relatively good team, strong offense, need a line, strong defensive lines, the opposite of the offense, need linebackers and corners. So rather see them build an infrastructure with the best value, like you're saying. Don't do anything too crazy and just transition hands, settle in with who you have, and then take the season on and figure it out from there. I like it. Yeah, I mean... My team will probably be the worst going in this year. I just can't see anything going well. So good luck to you guys. I just want chaos. It's always a more fun draft with chaos. I want trades. Toxic. You think any teams in the top ten will trade trade in there? Carl, Carl's have been crying to trade. They've been they've been dying for it. They definitely want to trade back, but I feel like no one's buying at the price point because everyone knows they want to trade back. They're going to be so, bad this year. Sell the tickets the day. Yeah, honestly, I think Carl's have one of the worst. Rosters in the NFL. Dude, they played the Steelers this year, and I was talking to my uncle about he, you know he's a big Steelers guy. Tomlin twenty to one, coach of the year. I like that bet. Never had a losing season. They're looking at that uh, deep, uh, offensive tackle from Ohio State. I can't remember his name. He's a good player. See, I want them. I want the Steelers to go wide receiver. But they put here's here's the thing. They, they just picked up Robinson. They they play the Cardinals this year, and, and I don't know if it's home or away, and I haven't seen the line, but I. I just, that's one of those games where it's like, I'm betting that game weeks in advance, like eight weeks before it happens at a small number of like three, four and a half, somewhere in that range. Steelers potentially laying or getting juice, depending on the sort of season goes. If that's like a week, like 15, week 12 game, it's going to be seven and a half. I'm calling the shot right now. And I think you bet that early line. Steelers get a lot of disrespect. They're like fifty to one to win the Super Bowl. 
and they're five to one to win the AFC North. Like I don't, they're not far off winning the AFC North. They're not a bad team. You know what I mean? Like I think mm-hmm. that's kind of wild to put them at that number. I mean, yeah, I get it's a good division. Everyone, you know, Jerbo, Jerbo, Jesus, Joe Burrow and the, <laughs> and the Bengals are great. The Ravens are trending down. Like the Browns look like shit last year. The Steelers are a good team. And that kills me to say that. But Battalion Lookout, find that number when that schedule comes out. Because I put it in the cooler right now. The Steelers will floor the Cardinals. That Kyle, what is Kyler Murray doing against that defense? Yeah, not much. It is kind of tough, though, I feel like. I understand the value of what, 5-1 to one you say? You said for yeah, the AFC, AFC North. North. But if Lamar comes back, it's Lamar. or It's probably Joe Burrow, Lamar. Yeah, then the Browns are always probably kind of picking. So like, even at that point, you're the third. I don't know. It's kind of tough. They could still squeak. Uh, yeah, I mean, the AFC is loaded, so it's not like they. I can't just say, oh, they could squeak in the playoffs because Rogers going in New York now. But is that going to make them better or worse? I mean, dude, the guy they're, had to meet it happen right before the draft, so he'd steal a spotlight from all the new be kids. Better. I think. I mean, it. The Jets are the Jets. Right? Defense is nasty. But top ten, top five defense. And they got some weapons for Rodgers, man. Sauce Gardner, defensive player of the year, 14-1. You down? They got the offensive rookie of the year, Garrett Wilson. Dude, Garrett Wilson Aaron Rodgers is going to come to New York. And Garrett Wilson. Offensive player of the year. Is probably going to be the most physically talented wide receiver he's ever played with. Offensive player of the year? Let me find his numbers. Are you kidding me? Don't right now. Offensive player of the year. I Frank, you're on to something. I I like that. I I give me a second here. DraftKings is taking a bit. Yeah, but um, no, I just I don't know, man. I get it. The same old Jets. But don't sleep. Got to change sometimes. Ah, don't sleep on Dude, the every Patriots bad are team. Bad. Has There's no day. way they're gonna. The Patriots suck. What happened? <laughs> what happened to the Patriots? Yeah. I mean, that division is tough because you still got the Bills. You know, with Josh Allen. Miami with Tua. Miami's got a really talented roster. Who knows? You know, the book's not closed on Tua yet, but I'm not so old. I don't know. Yeah, just keep the noise down (laughs) around Tua. Offensive player of the year is not on DK right now. They have MVP, defensive player of the year. Whenever you could find it, book it. Garrett Wilson, offensive player of the year. Yeah, we're going to get in on that. Let's go back to back, baby. (laughs) Come on. All right. uh, The NFL, we're super pumped. It's a great time. Anything else, guys? Good luck to all your teams and your drafts. Yeah, good luck, guys. Yeah, see a good Enjoy one. Enjoy the weekend. Great. What a good time for sports here. I love it. It's great. Boom. Listen to stuff. Listen to Eli's song coming out this Friday. If you don't, we hate you. Then you're a bad guy.